911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. In today's episode, I am joined again by my husband and co-host, Mr. Clint Walton. Baby, how are you? I'm excellent. Glad to be here. He's laughing because as you listen to this, I just did this big introduction with my arms raised up into the air as she's I was like, announcing it. She's like, ta-da! <laughs> um, I do a lot of different... I do a many different... Um, mental and sometimes physical tweaks like that before I hop on and I start recording. And I feel like the energy that I have inside of me is really portrayed externally when you hear my voice. So I hope that you felt that one. And as you're listening to this, this is going to be a little bit more of a delicate episode because I know that there are some varying opinions when it comes to everything with regards to our current president and what is happening. As I record this right now, it's 10-3, which means in one month from today, we are having our election. However, it is my deep belief that we will not know who the president of the United States is until long after that. And it's for for ten three is a code for us in the police department for emergency traffic only. So it's funny that <laughs> it's ten three and how you said it. Like I got this feeling in my stomach, like oh shit, I need to listen up because <laughs> there's going to be something coming towards me right now that I really need to pay attention to. Wow, there we go, ten three. Let's go. So I was talking with a really good friend of mine yesterday, and as you know, it's been announced that the president and the first lady have tested positive for COVID. Dun dun dun, <laughs> and I can make light of this as much as I want to. We can all have our personal opinions and beliefs. It is my true feeling from the pit of my stomach that nothing is by default. Everything is by this perfect design. And I do not believe that you can have a businessman with the type of knowledge, experience, power, and wealth that this man came into the presidency with, without a perfect design in place for this election in particular. And I'm saying that because we can go back a few days before he... It became public that he and the first lady were diagnosed with testing positive for COVID. And we can look at the debate, which was a complete fucking waste of time. We all know that, right? You have to be completely mindless if you believe that the president hopped up on stage like that and quacked his way through 90 minutes and it wasn't intentional and deliberate. Would you agree with that? Yeah, it's everything he did was the in my opinion, was like to have that dominance over Biden in in that whole debate. Everything was set to the way to show, look, you're my bitch pretty much. That's how I saw it. And my interpretation of it is that the president did not want this particular debate to look like there was a single victor. And I'm saying that because we came away from it and I said, wow, Mr. President would not shut the fuck up. And Mr. Biden, Clint said, look like a scared puppy. <laughs> and that was the absolute truth. So we didn't feel any more positive about either party, in my opinion. And if you actually listen to the facts, I can understand how people would say, you know, the other side of the argument would be like, OK, well, the president was just barking his way through the whole thing. And Biden was bringing up this point, this point and this point. But all of these points, like with regards to 
the military members that have died from COVID, that's just an example. He had said something like 200, I believe the number was. And in actuality, it was actually only seven. So all of his quote points, I'm having air fingers up in the air as you listen, um, they're, they're debunked, right? So really there was no validity in anything that anybody said in my opinion. And that's just my personal opinion. And when I was talking to a friend yesterday, after it was breaking news that the president and Melania Trump have tested positive for COVID, she was explaining to me how many groups on Facebook she's had to tap out of because they're, they're talking, they're talking up and they're, they're so happy that the president and his wife have tested positive for COVID. And whether you believe in, and this is a hard pill for me to swallow and actually say out loud right now, because this might make you stop listening right now, and I'm okay with that. But whether you believe in this virus, in its validity, and in its expansiveness or not, I just so happen to be on the or not side of things, because I believe in facts. And I've been looking at things like the death and excess rate that's published and things like that. And most people do not take the step further from going outside of their own sphere of influence, which unfortunately just so happens to mostly be Facebook, right? <clears throat> but when we look at the facts, the, the actual facts in the world that exist, I think that it is a shame. It's appalling that in the belief of many individuals, they believe that COVID is something that is lethal, right? Is potentially lethal. And they also are in these Facebook groups right now, which I haven't been a part of. I'm just hearing this through a friend. And they're they're making light of it. They're making jokes about it. They're talking about how happy they are that he got it, wishing him ill, not only that, but taking it a step further and wishing death upon him and even the first lady. And to me, there comes this point where you have to ask yourself, and we heard this this morning, where do you separate the man from the politics? And when I hear people talk like that, and I, I know somebody in my very close circle who I'm just waiting to hear something very similar from, when you hear somebody who could talk and speak so inhumanely about somebody, it's like saying, oh, you got cancer, or I hope you got cancer, and now I hope you die, because to many people, getting COVID is just as lethal as getting cancer, right? Yeah, it's... So that means that we have no separation of being an actual human being and living with humanity on our hearts to some extent because politics are more important. And that blows my mind. My friend has, you know, she couldn't even be in existence in this group because she was getting so triggered and so upset by hearing people talk this way. She made one post standing up for the right of humanity, not the right of a man, just the right of humanity, and saying, you're wrong, and this is not right to do or to speak of as a human being. And I think it's a shame because we have these keyboard warriors, we have people who are saying things like this that, that you would never say to someone's face. And I think that the the whole social realm when it comes to social media is starting to be shed light on so much right now. And we're starting to recognize the negative effects that it's having on us as human beings because we are being conditioned in such a way that we don't even realize. And it's making us terrible humans. Yeah. And as you're saying this, like, I I would never, I don't care who it is. I'm not, I would never wish death upon someone else. And, and as you listen, like, how would you feel if someone just said that to you? Well, you got it. Well, I hope you die from it now. Like, that is just, where is our humanity anymore? And we see this progressively going through day to day, getting worse and worse because people forget that behind the politics, there's still that human being. 
and still our brother, our sister, whoever it may be that you're wishing this upon, that's going to be experiencing something that could have detrimental results. The odds are not there and and him experiencing that. Depending on who you talk to. Exactly. But it's, it's just unfortunate that us as humanity have lost that connection with one another because we, when we're typing something on Facebook or online, it's, you feel almost like it's not really going to affect them, but emotionally or, or mentally it has to affect people majorly. Could you imagine if the things that we comment on, the things that we reply, the things that we post, could you imagine just taking this back, gosh, 15, 20 years ago and putting it in your head saying, okay, every single thing that comes out of my fingers that I'm replying with, I have to treat it as though I would hand write a letter to somebody and mail it to them. I can guarantee you Facebook wouldn't even exist. And that's the point. And I think a lot of people don't recognize that that's the point. That's exactly why you're on Facebook or Instagram, Snapchat, like all the things as much as you are, as much as we are, is because we are being conditioned and reprogrammed in ways that we don't even, we don't even recognize in the moment. And I think that's a great tool to be able to use and have in our back pocket. If I'm about to say this to somebody, would I actually hand write a letter to them and mail this to them? And I think that that's where the humanity exists. How different is it for you to take your intellect, your emotion, and to connect it with a pen and to write a letter to somebody and physically put it in the mailbox and send it off to them? Quite different, right? Feels quite different than typing something with a simple enter button, return button, and then sending it out into the midst of the internet. Yeah, that's a very good like practice to start thinking of, of not only the time that it will take you to do something like that, but you're putting in, and I'm thinking about it, writing that letter, you, you put in that emotion that you truly feel from yourself. It's not, it's not like you're being some keyboard hero or anything like that. You're actually taking that time and being thoughtful in your response and, and what you write. And don't get me wrong. There are certainly people that are of that of that caliber that exist. Um, we have an amazing man we interviewed on this show, Ed Hines, and I believe that he puts in a great deal of uh, like pulling from this database of knowledge and, and this wealth when it comes to every single response that I see him post in our Police, Fire, Military, and Families Facebook group. If you're not a part of it yet, go ahead and pop in there. It is probably the exact epitome of what, what we want to see more of is actually treating that profile picture like a human being. And that's what I love so much about our group is they brag about that all the time. They brag about the group all the time. They give us accommodations all the time. And what I share with them in response is it's not, it's not me. It's not us. This is designed, yes, by me in a way to, to make it this. However, it is from them doing and following that ex exact foundation that's making this group what it is, like human beings talking to other people like human beings. Every single response and reply, and this is coming to me right now, is just as though it was handwritten for everybody that exists in the group. And it's such a beautiful thing to be a part of. So 
This isn't um, meant to be a political episode. This is merely something for you to start thinking about for yourself and to just recognize and see how it might be impacting you in your own life. And if you've gotten any value out of this episode, out of this show, we would be internally grateful for you to drop a review down below and we will catch you next time.